Welcome to Comedians After Hours with your hosts, Willis and Veer. Hello, I'm Adam Willis. I'm George Veer. And I'm Ian Coulter. And welcome to Comedians After Hours. Uh, this is another episode live from the uh, Underbelly George Square as part of Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And today we're here with comedian John Hastings. Yeah. 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 Yep, yep, Fuck yep, 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 yep. yeah. Listen to that crowd knowing exactly <laughs> what they're here for. <laughs> All of them bought a ticket because they wanted to see me. Listen to that energy. Where were you guys at my show at 8.30? What a staring contest we had. <laughs> Who has seen John before? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. What? Get ready to be converted. <laughs> Have you ever seen a white guy who's quiet and then loud then quiet? Strap in. <laughs> you either have no idea who he is or you're fucking evil geniuses. That was brilliant. <laughs> How are you doing, John? You uh, look fabulous. Thank you. Uh, welcome. For those of you listening ah. at home, there's two latecomers and they're absolute is legends. Is there another chair? There are a couple and the man just sat down <laughs> and, and left his... I don't know what your relationship is, but I feel it's on the rocks. <laughs> uh, and they're also... They're fucking hardcore. They're double-shotting Coca-Cola... Fuck. Full fat. <laughs> What's your name, brother? I'll call you Rab. Good. Uh, my name's John. This is a podcast. The entire audience knew about it. <laughs> did, did you didn't know about it? <laughs> Fuck yeah. What flyers do you guys have? Um, um, uh, my day is all right. My show was... Listen, you guys are all fringe audiences. Listen, you will all go see comedians while you're up here, and sometimes they'll have fucking great shows, and then other times, they won't. I had one of those tonight. <laughs> In the f- yeah, it was not fun. I wish you had been there, my friend, because I could have used... Yeah, see, I could have used your intense energy, your spirited power. You know, look at you. You look like the kind of guy who, you know, you can't build a patio, but fuck, you'll drink on one. <laughs> Uh, the man looks like he would build patios and stuff. <laughs> or bury someone <laughs> under it. Was that a Fred West joke? <laughs> For those of you at home, there's a man here from the 1990s. <laughs> so why, was it, why was it so shit? What happened? I don't really know. Um, I tried really hard. I did everything you can do. I stopped the show and said, what, what did I do to you? They did nothing. <laughs> I, I told them they could all go fuck themselves. <laughs> And that didn't help. That actually helped for a bit, and then they <laughs> they disappeared. I ridiculed my friend Jimmy McGee, who, get this, he deleted pages and numbers from his MacBook, but kept photo booth. <laughs> the, the stun silence appropriate. All of you are going, what the fuck is photo booth? I don't fucking know. I had to send him a Word document. Well, how am I supposed to open this? I had to sit down. For those of you going home, that was a huge laugh, so loud, <laughs> you couldn't even hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just, I don't know what happened. Just sometimes, you know, sometimes you eat the bar and sometimes the bar eats you, which is a metaphor I don't understand, but I use I've it a lot. I've never heard it before. you never heard it before? Nope. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Good. You know, it kind of went like it's going right now. Started strong and then everyone's like, I just don't like his face. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, this side, an honest side. <laughs> the people over here went, ah, oh, and then went, mm. <laughs> How often do you do shows where no one in the audience know who you are? Most of the time. Really? I'll have like six people who are like, you have a wrestling podcast. I'm like, I do. We're not going to talk about wrestling. School shooters without the confidence. Let's get into it. And then they talk to me afterwards. And they're like, in episode 45 of your wrestling podcast, you said that the Rowdy Roddy Piper's best promo was right before WrestleMania 3. Everyone knows his best promo was before WrestleMania 1. And then we have an argument near some bins <laughs> for quite some time. Well, the general public reacts the way your audience has, which is like, who likes wrestling in their 30s? Loads of people. Billion-dollar industry. And also largest financial supporter of Donald Trump. So, you know, gives and takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. I wasn't happy about it either. I sent a strongly worded tweet. <laughs> what a weird reaction to tweet. Boo, we're an Instagram crowd. <laughs> Are you still on MySpace, my man? I have no idea. <laughs> wow, you really poshed up there for that phrase, didn't you? <laughs> Moments ago, you were working class for your Fred Rest joke, but when you're criticizing social media, puh, puppycock and folderol. <laughs> Back in my day, we just had buggery and good chat. 
If you wanted to like something, you had to meet them at boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed when, during your show, during your hour show, Yo. that you don't bother introducing yourself, really, or the comedy. You just sort of d- start doing it. Yeah. I think that's quite nice. How do you do it? Oh, um, what do we do? We introduced ourselves really officially. I said, hello, I'm Adam Willis. That's true. And then he said, hello, I'm John Yeah, yeah, I don't do all of that, yeah. And then we did that. But then you guys said, welcome, John Hastings, and Mm. I came out, and although I'm wearing a mime-type shirt, I am not a mime. Mm. True. Good. (laughs) Thank you very much. Also, do you feel weird that they left you out of the Willis and Veer portion Um, of the namesake? Well, I mean, I don't write anything, so... You're still uh, part of it? You're like, so you're like the Ringo of their Beatles. Yeah. <laughs> I'm more talented, though. More talented? Yeah. Do you want to prove that? What? Play something. Tell him, tell him something good. No, I don't want to. <laughs> don't worry. Oh, he's very much Fuck being Ringo, Ringo right now. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Do something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ringo is talented because he's famous and he's done fuck all since the 60s. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Thomas the Tank Engine. He yeah. was George Carlin. And, uh, George Carlin was Thomas the Tank Engine in Canada. I've only been informed that he was Ringo Starr when I came over here. I'm really sorry. I had nothing to do with the production. Please don't fucking kill me. <laughs> Good. It's going well. Um, since the attention's been brought to Ian, Ian, would you like your first question? Oh, okay. yeah, Ian's got three questions. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, Ian. So, yeah, uh, and on. I have a jingle. Yeah. So. Ooh. That was very Thomas the Tank Engine-esque. Yeah, I know, I know. I thought we were off to that island. <laughs> Sodor. Thank you, the island yeah. of Sodor. I was about to call it Salt Door, but that <laughs> couldn't have been right. <laughs> Thank you for you guys. Anytime you want to chime up, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> um... Is money the root of all evil? It's a wacky question for me. Mm. I like it. Philosophical, deep. I'm going to say money can be the root of all evil. Yep. Okay. Good. Are you content with that answer? (laughs) Yep. All right, play it out then. Mm. That sort of wraps up Ian's section. He's going to be shut up for a bit now. Um, I wanted to ask you about an element of your show. Please. It got quite hateful towards the English. Yes, it did. It got quite bitter. Yes, it did. I felt... You are nowhere in Scotland right now. (laughs) Um, Bad territory for this. But I'm English. Yeah. I'm an Englishman. I I went hot hot and angry inside. Yeah. Do you hate the English? Uh, Do Do you hate us now? No, I don't hate England as a country. I hate the decisions you guys have made over the last sort of six years. And I understand you hate them as well. But you can't general you can't be that specific in stand-up you can't be like listen people of england as a whole i feel that you are all right but i feel that the direction your country is taking is not towards that of inclusion it's towards exclusion and you'll be left out of history going forward oh yes the european union has problems but it's all about creating a trade block to compete (laughs) with things like china and the north america free trade agreement that encompasses canada america and mexico but if you go into that much detail you see what happens. <laughs> so it's better to say... Fuck the English. There we go. <laughs> Thank you. And Fucking listen... Scottish the, cheering in the room. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, is when you're in Scotland, there are comparisons to be made between both places, but I think that Scotland is attempting to be a bit more of a forward nation right now, and England mm. is attempting to be a bit more of a backwards nation. It's just, And both of them are also feeding into certain negatives. You know, Scotland almost went one way. I didn't agree with you guys seeking independence. I'm all for countries sticking together. I felt you guys went the right way, and then England had to be all England about it and went, ah, fuck ya! You're coming with us! And you're like, where are we going? And they were like, nah, economic hell. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, brother, because... Thank you very much, (laughs) because the two gents next to you did not appreciate it at all. So do you do you live here now? You live in England. I don't have a home. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had a I home. I didn't find that out when I was doing this research. What? Yeah, no, no, I I was living in London until November, and then I gave him my flat and I went to Australia for two months. <laughs> Guys, yeah, fuck yeah, what a lovely place. Also, very England in a way, <laughs> racist. Now, uh, <laughs> 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 oh, don't be so fucking. Yeah, I know. That's the thing with Australians. You call them racist. They're like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have been like Canadians because we are just as racist in our government policies, but we're quiet about it and we're very kind at airports, so no one asks any questions. 
You guys get off the planes. You're ever like, I'm sure there were people living here before you guys lived here. Yeah, there were. <laughs> Where are they now? Fuck you. <laughs> um, what basically happened, guys, strapping for some real comedy. I got, uh, I got depressed uh, just because it's going to get real fun. Uh, mm -hmm. I got depressed, and I just I couldn't take. Uh, thank you very much, <laughs> mate. I'm upgrading you. You've just gone from Ringo, George Harrison. That's good. Yeah, the People's Beetle. <laughs> mm -hmm. Tell us your story, John. So I was I was I was super depressed, and I just wanted to change, and I had booked in an Australian tour, and I figured, you know what? I'm gonna just give away. I'm gonna leave my house. I left, so I was in Australia for three months, and then I went to. Los Angeles for two months, and uh, I really liked it there. It was welcoming and honest and beautiful, and met some amazing people, including a Mexican woman I met at a laundromat <laughs> who saw me separating darks from lights. <laughs> and, uh, and she said, uh, what are you doing? That'll take too much time. And I went, no, it won't. And she went, you're good at debates. <laughs> And uh, I spent two months there, and then I came back here to do the Edinburgh Festival, and uh, I'm going to head back to America and maybe just figure it out. Because when you're a comedian, you're provided a hotel room with most gigs, so if you give every night, gig every night, you don't need a home. So you're not really homeless. <laughs> you're just like a shitty friend. Because, <laughs> you know, your friends would be like, oh, we haven't seen you in a while. And I was like, well, guess what? You're going to see me a lot for the next week and a half because I'm <laughs> staying on your sofa. That entire section thinks I was just asking to stay on their sofa. <laughs> if I had to pick someone's sofa to crash on, it would be yours, big man, because I feel like that we're of similar proportions and you're the kind of guy who invested in the sofa you could fit on. Yeah, exactly correct. <laughs> Here's the problem with short people and reasonable-sized people they don't understand. When mm -hmm. you're the size of us, you need to get an uh, absorbently large, comfortable sofa because anything else is just a chair that's a bit up itself. Yeah, it is fucked. Goddamn right. <laughs> Do you notice how they're all mocking us behind our backs because we're large? Understand, we're the top of the food chain. Fuck with us and we will sit on you. <laughs> how much do you enjoy improvisation in your shows? I really enjoy it. Which show did you see? Do you remember? Was it Tuesday? Uh, I think so, yeah. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah those were good ones. Mm -hmm. It's not always good. <laughs> Deal with it. Now... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tuesday was really fun. Yeah, I try and keep it loose. It's also not as improvised as it seems. Okay. So a lot of that is, here, guys, let's all look up the wizard's sleeve. If mm. you see a comedian and you thought, how have they come up with that right off the top of their head? It is very possible that they haven't, <laughs> and they've engineered it so it seems like it's come up the top of their head. Not that there's a person in the plant in the audience, but they'll ask a series of questions that will lead you to that answer, and then, boom, you're in a bit. How did they do that? Because <laughs> it was scripted all along. <laughs> I feel like I just destroyed comedy for all of you. <laughs> so I is that what you did when we were there? Uh, I don't remember what exactly happened. Do you remember a moment of improv? I can remind you which day it was. It was the first day where you didn't have to have ice cubes for the front of the stage. Oh, it was that day. It was the not-so-hot, hot day. Okay, yeah, most of that was improvised because I was really fucked off and I took my ice cubes away. <laughs> uh, my room is excessively hot. My phone keeps shutting off because it's so hot and there was a day where i legitimately just kept seeing a blue jay sat in the front row talking at me and i had to stop <laughs> the show and go is there a blue jay right there <laughs> and everyone thought that was part of the show and i had to go no i see a blue jay and my tech like texted my producer john's hallucinating on stage and they responded with well, is it going well? <laughs> Shows that Sounds like a comedy agent, yeah. Yeah, they have very much a comedic response. Well, he's still getting laughs, right? Yeah, he's bleeding from the head. Well, if he can do it funny, keep it going. <laughs> well, it's impressive then, because I thought it was, I thought quite a, lo quite a lot of it. And you went off on sort of little tangents. Yeah, think, the tangents that day, if it was the Ice Cube Day, that was very loose and fun. That was a fun show. That, that was sort of the problem tonight, is I was trying to sort of get that energy in, and it just wasn't that kind of night. Mm. There's something about Saturdays at the Ember Festival. Maybe there's expectations. Maybe my energy wasn't quite right. Who the fuck knows? Mm -hmm. These things happen. I will beat myself up about it until I buy a cheese toasty and eat it in my bed around 3 o'clock <laughs> this morning. <laughs> You're <Right>? all invited. <laughs> big Especially bed. you, big man, because I feel... Oh, big <laughs> enough for the both of us. <laughs> Clean them thumbs, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Then, oh no, bring your sofa. 
with the three of us are experimenting. I don't even know if we're having sex. I think we're just hanging out and showing each other thumbs, which might be sex to you. <laughs> are you talking about my penis or your penis? <laughs> it's his penis. Fuck yeah, lady. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, you do seem like the kind of guy who has a pretty yet reasonable dick. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> For those of you who couldn't see, her her response to that was... <laughs> For those of you at home, she acknowledged positively that he has a reasonable size, but very pleasant to look at penis. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this how it's supposed to go? Yeah. Good. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I d I'm having a lovely time. Oh, great. Well, that, that's sort of what we want. Yeah, good. Mm -hmm. Go on, Adam. I want to oh, ask... Hang on. What are Sorry. you guys whispering about? You've been talking the whole time. I just, I, you're just in my eye line. What did you say? Well, nothing in particular. Just a uh, bit of back and forth, you know. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Just having your own private podcast during the podcast? <laughs> there was another like bit going on over there that we didn't know about. A secret bit. <laughs> That's great. I thought it'd be a nice subplot. I thought I'd put the focus over there and sort of see what came out. How fucking meta, guys. <laughs> Man, it's like we're doing a podcast that's inside a David Lynch film. <laughs> Thank you, people you that got that joke. The rest yeah. of you. I wanted to Whatever. ask you about something I, I read about. Please. You did uh, a set to a family at their dinner table. Yes, I did. Why? Uh, they had 500 Canadian dollars, <laughs> and I was very much What's in that need in of our money? 500. That is 350 British pounds. All right. Yeah, I'm a whore, and not even an expensive <laughs> one. <laughs> Literally, it was a, a woman who met me at a show, and she said, I want to hire you for a private show tomorrow. I have 500 bucks cash. Will you be there? And in my head, I was like, fuck yeah, private show, 500 bucks, this is great. And I show up, and it was literally her and her extremely traditional <laughs> Zoroastrian Christian family. <laughs> now, I know nothing of that religion except that her father said, we're Zoroastrian Christians, so let's keep it clean. And I, I am not clean. As you can see, I've just outed this man's penis type. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was very long, and I, I ran out of jokes that were clean, and so I just did a joke that had some swearing, and the grandmother, at the end, she didn't laugh. She just walked up and touched me on the hand and went, very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. And I remember she, the person who hired me was holding the money in her hand, and she went, that didn't go the way it did at the comedy club. And I took it out of her hand and went, I know. Can you believe? I was shaking it at her in the same way. <laughs> and then I just got in my car and drove away. And she kept calling me. And I just didn't answer until I took the money and put it in the bank. And then I picked it up and she said, you forgot your jacket. <laughs> so I had to drive back and get my jacket. It was very embarrassing. And you've never done one of them again since? Oh, no, I've done way weird. I performed for two guys and a dog at this festival <laughs> in 2012. What? As part of the festival? As part of or the festival. In your show? One of in your my shows. show. My show was literally two guys showed up and one of them said, I can't come in because my dog's here. And I said, well, bring the dog. Because I so thought there'd be a big crowd and it'd be fun to have a dog. And it was not a big crowd. It was us and a dog. And the, the dog did not like it. The dog kept scratching at the door and looking at his owner as I just barreled through. It was, yeah, it was on the free fringe. And one of them gave me a pound. And the other one said, find me later and I'll buy you a baked potato. <laughs> did, that, did that happen? It did not happen. I, and I did look for him. <laughs> no, it was the man, but fucking good riff, brother. It was a bit whimsical. They didn't go for it, but I fucking enjoyed it. <laughs> and I know you're going to be telling this story to that lady on the journey home, and she's already sick of it. She's someone who's seen your dick, brother. That's who she is. I don't know. If, is that... By show of hands, who has seen this man's penis? There's yeah! Some, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of hands gone up for comedy. At, this entire section has their hands up. Scotland you fucking wronging me. 
and in a most post of the hands me, went up. And a post That's me too. Fellas, have you seen his dick? I have not. I have not either. Not yet, but I mean, there's a long fringe, isn't it? Ooh, I haven't, no. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Sorry. He just gave finger guns to Ian. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, miss. We're not going to get him to get his dick out. <laughs> but I have to say, you're an incredibly understanding human being that you've shackled your life to this maniac. <laughs> you just pointed at his dick. <laughs> it's gone the strangest tangent. This is... Like, <laughs> This doesn't ever happen to Mark Marin. <laughs> There's not two blokes having a chat while this guy's going on about his dick. Do you not make this even weirder? Ian, do you want to ask your next question? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, is it ever okay to hit an audience member? I wouldn't say hit, but you can do some pretty fucked up shit to them. Okay. For example, in Aberdeen once there was a stag do and they like, totally interrupted the show particularly one guy who's from newcastle he kept rushing on stage and trying to unplug the microphone and i grabbed him i'm not a fighter but i'm big so people think i can fight so i have about 10 seconds of intimidation before they leer at me and i go ah <laughs> so i grabbed him and i said hey man you want the show to be about you i have something you're gonna love do you want to see my impression of an angry geordie man <laughs> and he went, yeah. And then I took my beer and I dumped it over his head. <laughs> and I said, get the fuck off the stage, you piece of shit. And he did. And he sat in the audience. All of the audience left. And he just sat there with his arms crossed. And finally, the owner of the club walked up and went, why are you still here? And he went, I want that guy to pay for a new shirt. <laughs> and then I walked on stage and said, I'm not going to. And then I ran out the back. <laughs> a true, what a brave story. Yeah, Thank Ian, you. did you say that because I accidentally hit an audience member today? It wasn't accidental. Oh, what happened? No, 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 no. Look, right. So <laughs> we do a, we do a show, right? We do a play, right? And um, there's a the wo woman in our show, and she walked in, and a guy wolf whistled, and I said, "Don't be sexist and hit him." But I hit him harder than I thought, <laughs> and it hurt my hand, so it must have hurt him a bit. So that's not really an accident because I hit him, yeah. but. but but I didn't mean to. I hurt. feel like there's but more to this story. I mean, we've got public liability insurance, so you know yeah. we can break a few legs. That's like five million pounds, I think. Is that true? I think I believe yeah. so. I think everyone at the fringe does up to like five million pounds. Holy shit! Let's get his dick out. <laughs> <laughs> and do what with it? <laughs> Just cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how much we get for that. How much do you reckon you get? How for much that? would you think? Quid? Twenty-five p. Fucking hell. What's, what's interesting about him is his confidence <laughs> is so fucking <laughs> topsy-turvy. <laughs> One second he's shown his dick to everyone, the next second it's valued at 25p. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fascinating. Oh, plus VAT. 37p. <laughs> that was very quick. They, I made it completely up. Oh, yeah, it's what wrong. is VAT? <laughs> Not copper dick over here. <laughs> Okay, and uh, we're going to stop it there for a second, and uh, we're just going to talk about some of the things that we've been up to recently. Ian? Yeah, I don't know. Go on. What have we been up to? <laughs> what have we been up to? What have we been up what to? Do you, what are you asking me? I don't know. What have we been up to? <laughs> well, I don't know what you've been up to. You're sitting in the library writing stand-up, haven't you? Yeah, I've been doing that a bit. I don't know what I've... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like it. They're my people. Yeah. I like it. I support the li Nerds. libraries. Not nerds. All children. sorts of Isn't people. Isn't a children's library? L nerds, homeless people, yeah. people who have problems with their mortgages. Yeah. People writing stand-up. People <laughs> writing stand-up, <laughs> like myself. And you can see all of those acts on the Adam Willis comedy. <laughs> <right? laughs> <laughs> Next Friday. Maybe there. Well, what have you been doing that's better than sitting in the library? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what I've been Smarmy doing. Smarmy cunt. I've been... <laughs> 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 I'll tell you what I've been doing. I've been producing um, some shows that we've got coming up that you know about as well. Oh, yeah, I do know about them. So what, what? But I'll pretend that I don't, okay, so that shouting. you can say that. Right. Um, so what we've been doing is, well, uh, this is a boring lead-in, really. But um, yeah, but essentially, we've got some shows coming up, um, and we thought now might be a good time to tell you about it. Yes. Uh, yeah. So um, we we have two different shows coming up: one in January and then a run in February. Uh, the one in January um, is a one-off uh, episode of the Comedians After Hours podcast uh, with. And this is an exclusive, so you're getting this before everyone else. Um, yeah. With comedian Reese James, uh, known for Mock the Week and Pretty good. comedy sort of comedy yeah. stuff. Pretty good. Younger than us and more successful. Yep. Um, and then in February, we have um, 
uh, a week's run at the King's Head in Islington of the um, five-star comedy a series play about World War Two. So um, come to that. Get your tickets as Monty soon as... Yeah. Get your tickets as soon as you can. Come along and see the show. Um, see how it's improved since Edinburgh. My boy is gone. No, it won't have changed at all. Really? No, it'd be basically the well, same. There's only one rehearsal, so... <laughs> it won't change very much. Um, so... Please come along to one or both of them. Um, it'd be really good to have people to come along to the old show. Uh, um, it's the sort of the biggest show we're doing in ter- we've ever done, really, in terms of uh, size-wise. You know, it's a proper sort of off-West End venue. Um, we're doing a whole week. Uh, so please do come along and support the show. Tickets are very reasonable and not really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so come along and see that. All the information for- about that will be at willisonveer.com. Yeah. Um, so... Head over to there, check it out. You've got some time. We've got a few more podcasts to remind you. But yeah, please do come along to that. And also, if you want to, come along to the Reese James podcast if you want to. But mainly yeah. come along to the other one. No, just pop in and see us. Mm-hmm. Have you got anything to say about any of this, Ian? Not really. Okay, right. Well, we'll back to the podcast then. Oh, oh actually, in the next podcast, there's going to be, in, in the next half of this, there's going to be, um, Adam does some like physical comedy stuff. Um, and it was too good to not, watch like a recorded version of it so thank you george thank yeah, you yeah yeah so so if you want to see adam doing the comedy thing he does that we talk about um go onto youtube and watch the youtube version of this or if you're on youtube keep watching and it'll cut to adam doing a, a ian when ian filmed it so i think that yeah. might, might be one of the nicest things you've ever said to me all right let's go back to the podcast it's my understanding john I have to say, you guys as interviewers are fucking great because you like are like like fun, cool, hip news program, and you're doing like Jeremy Paxman, and I'm like David Cameron, and there's a pig right there. I'm about getting to the point. I fucking dig shit. I fucking like it. Fucking hardcore and intense. I understand, John, that comedy in Canada mm. is a lot harsher or a lot more is that right yeah well you're just not it's not thought of as an art form you're fight you're shouting at drunks like i had a gun pulled on me <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah oh yeah, yeah yeah it was really fucking shitty i tell it in the show but the here's the actual story is i said something to a woman and a guy said we don't talk to women that way and i didn't even say something bad like i think i said something like how are you and i make it seem a lot harsher in the show to give him some credence and then i walked outside after the gig and he took out a shotgun and he pointed at my legs and he said, get the fuck out of town or I'm going to fucking shoot you. And then I walked back in the bar and said, that guy has a gun. And he just sh- pulled it and showed it to me and pointed at me. And they went, you could call the cops, but they're an hour and away. You probably should, should just get out of town. <laughs> and then I went to the other comedians and went, we have to go. And two of them agreed. And one of them, and this is in the show, and I'm fucking, I'm telling God's honest truth. He said, no, we're staying. The dishwasher said that I made her laugh, so she's going to eat my asshole out at her place. You have to wait for 45 minutes. <laughs> so I paid for a taxi cab so I could not be shot, and he drove and met us at the next town after being <laughs> lapped in the back door. <laughs> There's punchlines and stuff like that in the show, but it, I, it still fills me with rage. His name is Chris Delger, and he sucks. <laughs> oh, I thought I th- for like a second I thought you were saying the name of the guy who pulled the shotgun. No, I don't know that guy's name. No, no, it was probably Rusty or something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I weirdly have more hatred for my friend Chris, who almost let me get shot, than the guy who pulled the gun on me, which just shows that I lack emotional maturity in certain situations. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're going to murder me? Justifiable. Oh, you're putting yourself above me? Fuck yourself, Chris. <laughs> yeah, but the guy with the gun, he's always going to be the baddie of the story. Your friend's supposed to be your friend. You know what? That's a fucking great point. I am right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, John. I'm You're welcome. Good. Did, did you prefer that aggressive style of comedy in Canada, or do you prefer whatever English comedy is? Well, England is really fucking aggressive as well, but in a very different way. It's not so much guns. It's more like screaming and shouting and interrupting you. Scotland is much more sort of silent judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> Not to say that's what you guys are doing, but a Scottish crowd, if they don't like it, there's no aggression. They just pull back and kind of cross the arm like, and just stare at you until you get off stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then they line up to let you know that they enjoyed it, but what you did wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, and then America is just needlessly boisterous, and they get a reputation for being dumb. They're not dumb, but it's just that they're unaware of the world. They know mm-hmm. their world. Like, I was in L.A. for two months, and the amount of times I was asked, like, oh, how is Britain doing now that they're out of the European Union? I had to be like, they're not out yet, and it's not going well. And they'd be like, oh, I thought it was done. And it's like, no, it's not done. And then they go, like, then they just want to know, what does the world think of Trump? And I was like, well, what do you think they think? <laughs> and then they're like, it's not good. It's the funny thing is that they're all starting to figure it out. I was, my dad lives in Texas, and I went to visit, and his neighbor voted for Trump. I was talking to him over the fence, and I was like, oh, hey, Jesse. He was literally wearing a cowboy hat, no shirt, and jeans with a belt buckle. He's a fucking rad dude. <laughs> and, and I was like, oh, how are you feeling about your decision for Trump? And he was like, I thought he was a gentleman. He's not a gentleman. <laughs> Turns out he's just someone else from New York, loud and inappropriate. And I'm like, well, <laughs> whatever gets you to switch sides, brother. Um, is, so is there a favorite country? Is no. there a country there's no... No, it's all, you know, it's audience to audience. Yeah. First two walkouts. The rest of you will... F- I love it. What show are you going That's to see? That's going on the poster. I feel like that lie has some holes in it. (laughs) (laughs) Your positivity was appreciated, but where did we find this audience that are just going into shows? Give me tickets for 1130, 1030, and 1230. What will we be seeing? Doesn't matter. There'll be seats. (laughs) Um, Ian, would you like like to ask your third question? Okay, then. Um, do you possess any unlikely talents? Yeah, I, I can gleek on command. Gleek. It's where you can spit water like a, like mm. that. What the fuck was that? Sorry about that, brother. I should have warned you. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I almost missed that. What the fuck just happened? So you can do it accidentally sometimes. It's where you you bounce spit out of your mouth. He's trying to do it right now. Yeah, so I can do this. Don't so try too hard. Yeah. We're in the line of that. Yeah, you're going to end up vomiting on them. <laughs> It's basically you just bounce spit off your soft palate and it sprays like a snake, like this. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the podcast listeners, there's sort of like spit, sort of, (laughs) flying out of John's mouth onto the floor. Yeah. Basically, I can spit, but with panache. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever ever needed that? You ever needed that skill? Yeah, sometimes (laughs) if someone really fucking pisses me off in society, when they turn around, I will do it to the back of their head. (laughs) I think think what I like about it is your head position is quite noble. Oh, yeah, very. It's like I'm a regal man. I'm not. Don't worry. I can can aim it. I've been doing this for years. And then it's just regal and then. (laughs) Oh, did I get you? Yeah, but good acting. (laughs) What's the difference between that and spitting? I, there is no difference whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, just, just the flare. It's less obvious when exactly. you do that. Yeah. Mine's more passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. If anything, that's British spitting. Mm. I've still spat, but no one knows it was me. <laughs> <laughs> and it was quite sort of had a flare to it. Didn't it? Exactly it's correct. Around. It's mm. like a a regatta. It's nice. <laughs> Unnecessary. Mm. <laughs> I like your gentlemanliness. Thank you. Calling people brother, complimenting them. Yeah, it's, I always find it weird where you just point at people, especially in the anonymity of comedy, and just point and be like, hello, man. Hello, woman. So, like, brother, sister, boss. It's just, it adds something to it. What sort of relationship do you want with your audience? Uh, financial. <laughs> 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 I, want, yeah, I want them to enjoy it and stuff like that. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really know. I find it, yeah, the audience that comes to see me has been, you know, relatively good. The people tonight... They're not bad people. They're wrong, but they're not bad <laughs> people. And yeah, I don't really think about it that way. Do you guys think about it when you guys are performing? Because you guys are, do you guys think about your relationship with your audience at all? I think a little bit. I think we, we've noticed, like, uh, more we've done long that we get a lot of repeat, you know, people coming yeah. back. Um, so, yeah, I suppose so. I mean, I don't know, making them feel like they want to come back, I suppose. Mm. I get a lot of old people. Like, uh, they, like <laughs> this sort of dynamic is what I get a lot, which is like a really spirited husband <laughs> and a very embarrassed but understanding wife. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, John's pointing at some audience members. Yeah, I'm pointing at the same people from the penis incident <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> yes. And for those of you also listening at home, uh, one of the interviewers has uh, taken a relaxed stance while the other one literally just had his lips or his finger on his lips 
Like he was attempting a gleek, but then it didn't have the confidence. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to try a gleek? I, I want you to try. Okay. Oh, God, Wait. this is great. But, but do what do I do? Okay. How so do I do it? Where do I put my tongue? It's great for a podcast. So it's basically you put the tip of your tongue. Wait, don't laugh. I'm going to have to have a bit of focus here. Okay, you put the tip of your tongue sort of at the top of the roof of your mouth where like at that sort of ridge part like that, and then you push forward the bottom of your tongue. And you can try this at home. And do it do it to the ground. Don't do it out towards them because oh, you might spit, spit on them. Do it on the ground. The tip of my tongue. Tip of your tongue. Oh, but down gross. towards the ground. Don't spit on the fucking audience. idiot. Don't you spit on the audience. <laughs> Don't you fucking no spit on the audience. But I, I know it's so exciting. This is so weird. What, what are you doing? Okay. He's embarrassed. He doesn't do that when for he does the, it. For those of you at home, let me just your face time. is, it's, it's like you're, you're holding in a sneeze and you know it's going to be big. Okay. I think he's going to vomit. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. You can't do it. No, you, you just can't, can't do it. it. You but you have it. like, what's your special skill? Everyone has a weird special skill. I can, I can, I could dive roll a person. Well, I think we're gonna need to see that right now. Uh, hold on. Who, who, am I, who am I doing that? What to? do you die? What do you mean by dive? I mean, roll? like, if someone lies down, I could dive over them. All right, I'll I'll lie down and you dive over me. Yeah. You want to do that? Is okay. It, how much space room? do you need? This seems uh, this seems stupid. Move the move the camera and we'll do it down the arc. This is, seems a bit stupid, doesn't it? You're gonna film it. All right, good idea. If he dies, it's for your entertainment. That's a great point. If I die, avenge my death. <laughs> this seems idiotic. So wh where do you want my head face? Wait, you're doing the whole length of him? Yeah. Are you fucking mad, man? <laughs> He's tall. All He's right. like my height. I'm going to die. Miss, you're in charge of avenging my death. Yes. You, there's something mm -hmm. about your... De oh, sorry, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. I guess I'm the only person who makes mistakes. <laughs> he had a warm, inviting vibe and a ponytail. I assumed female and not aggressive, angry male, as we're dealing with over here via their chats. Adam, just leave the camera. You gleek at me? Can you gleek? Wow. I'm so sorry, brother. Fuck this. This... Th this seems idiotic. I if I die, I want the fire that you had in your eyes when I mistook your gender directed at this fuck. <laughs> All right. For those of you at home, I am now laying on the ground. And like a pros, with the microphone still in his hand, yes, still recording I, a podcast. I have a feel this like... This seems like something that... Are you ready, John? Like I am not ready at all. Can I have a countdown? Ready? Three. Three. One. Whoa! Holy shit! I I was I was sure he was landing on me. That was insane. Adam, that's the best thing you've ever done. Yeah. I know, I didn't know I could do that before that. <laughs> uh, that was excellent. Brilliant. That was fucking crazy. Filmed from right. two angles. Great. Well, now we've all got a bit of excitement. Um, yeah. I think let's pass it over to you, the audience. So, how many of you have been sitting there thinking of questions? Hands up if you've got a nice question. Yeah, you've got a question? Okay. Cool, we'll get you a microphone. What? Just go in the corner here. Um, can we have more from Piano Boy? P Piano Boy has a name. Yeah, I can't remember. What would you like? Can just some just music? Some music, yeah. Do you want to play something where we ask more this. questions? Okay, is that nice? Alright, nice. Yes, Wait, move uh, the no, camera. Don't worry about the camera. Nah, it's okay. Would you like. Oh, was that your question? <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh. Uh, woman in the back row over there. Yeah, sure. This is nice, thank you. So, how did you get into comedy in the first place? I, uh, I was in theatre school and I was. I'd always loved comedy. I was in theatre school and I was dead broke and my girlfriend heard you could earn $25 from being a comedian and I was like. Fuck yeah! And I never looked back. Wore a suit, and I was so excited. I spent my twenty-five dollars on a taxi cab, and I just drove around Montreal for twenty minutes until it ran out, and then I got out. I'm not necessarily financially responsible, <laughs> but it was a fun memory. <laughs> this music makes everything I say sound so fucking melancholy. Do you, Do you want a change of pace? Yeah. Can you do something a bit more upbeat, like the, like the, play? Yeah. Oh yeah. The Smiths. Yeah, what an I'll upbeat band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't know the Smiths? Okay, if you ever want to be the Smiths, just say something incredibly condescending into a microphone, and then you're being Morrissey. 
You're a wanker. Yeah. What a banging Morrissey impression. <laughs> Play something a bit more upbeat if you can, yeah? No. Do we do we have any more questions? Oh, th- wait. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, sir. You all right? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm good, mate. Um, what's I the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated to? <laughs> it's got to that time, is it? Oh, what yeah, is the weirdest thing I've ever masturbated to? I think just good old-fashioned porn, I think. What's the weirdest thing you've ever masturbated to? Uh, Simpsons porn. <laughs> so you're one of those guys? Yeah, boy. I've always been curious, but I've never actually like dived deep. Have you ever like come across like your friend's porn stash and you feel like you know them in a way you didn't want to know? Come across. I mean, one of my friends has Simpsons season you know, 1 through 12, and that is banging. Wait, are you saying it's not even porn, it's just The Simpsons? The family dynamic and fun community vibes just get your dick hard? That and uh, Barney Gumble. Barney Gumble? <laughs> so you like reformed alcoholics? Oh, and reformed, that's fine. God bless you, brother, your heart is open and I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you, man, cheers. <laughs> As I now think about it, when I was a teenager in Canada, this is before the internet, uh, porn was just available on the French station. They just put on softcore porn after 11. And so sometimes I'd be masturbating to that, but then they just switched to a commercial for like a chippy called St. Louis Chippy. (laughs) Sometimes I would end up jizzing to that. (laughs) But that wasn't what I set out to do. It was just an, an inadvertent byproduct. I'm so sorry, miss. You crossed your arms when I said that. You literally just like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Great fucking question, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Do we have any more questions? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking so... Hi, man. Hey, brother. What do you think of French Canadians? What do I think of French Canadians? He's, got, he's got an opinion about French Canadians, yeah. I can tell. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's a great question. For those who don't know, French Canada and English Canada have a long, intense feud very similar to sort of Scotland and England in a lot of ways. And for a long time, I harbored a lot of negativity towards the French-Canadian community. I've kind of let that go, uh, and I think that they are as important to Canada as anyone else. That said, they can be a tad rude when you're not Johnny on the spot with French, which I am not, and sometimes they will swear at me in French, not realizing that that's the only French I remember. <laughs> and then that's always fun, because then they'll be like, yeah, English, and I will go like, pardon, monsieur and they go, oh, monsieur, je m'excuse. But then they don't realize that if they just kept going, I'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as I said before, and this isn't very funny, I truly believe that I think it's unity is important in the way forward. And the Canadian government's tried to make it sort of disappear. They've just said, everyone learn French, everyone learn English. And honestly, the French Canadians were like, we learned English. And then the rest of Canada were like, we'll get to the French eventually. So it's sort of on us, which is a fucking pain in the ass. That said, go to French Canada, guys. You will see some forts and <laughs> and also Great. the amount of smoking that's still happening inside. Even if you don't smoke, you're just amazed. You're like, guys, this is illegal. And they go, <laughs> <laughs> Any more questions? Uh, what is your feelings on French Canadians, brother? I felt like that I just was... think they're a bit rude. They are. <laughs> I got to be fair. They, are, they can be a bit rude. And also what will happen is also they may have interpreted your accent as being from England. And they got a real bone to pick with that country because they feel that they were just left and abandoned uh, by the French and then attacked by the England English. This is like 500 years. And also a lot of them were not part of that bloodline, but they fucking hold a fucking grudge. Did you have poutine when you visited, though? No, you have to go back. Get this. It's chips and cheese and gravy, but the cheese isn't processed. It's just cheese curds, and it melts, and it is. It's as pretty as his dick. <laughs> Can I say something? They sell that at a place called Burger on the... Uh, they do. They do. On the, on the yes, they do. Burgers. Here's my bone to pick with them. It is grated okay. cheese and not the cheese curds, so burn that place to the ground. They're heretics and going... It would be like if you were served haggis, and it was made with chicken. <laughs> it's just like it's there's nothing wrong with it but it's absolutely fucking egregious uh for people in england haggis is like some sort of stomach <laughs> <laughs> to clarify for people in england uh, haggis is just sausage that has a terrible pr agent <laughs> it is it's just really good sausage that they someone asked what's in this and they told the truth 
As opposed to you go to someone and ask, what's in this sausage? And they go, don't worry about it. And you go, great point. Give me more sausage. Great. Any more questions? I don't see any more questions. Oh, there's one at the back. Oh, one at the back, yes. How much uh, audience interactions do you allow in your shows? Like, do you have to shut off someone because they are stealing your thunder? Mm-hmm. I have had to, yes. That guy. <laughs> uh, but it's, I, I'm, I'm all for it. I think it makes it alive and dynamic and interesting. Like, I've had a nice time. I found it been very interactive and interesting. That said, I was seconds away from pissing my pants <laughs> when you jump and rolled over. And it's also not really allowed. Usually, if you invite it, if someone wants to really chirp up, you're going to have to deal with it for a bit and know how to navigate those seas. Have you seen someone get overshadowed by an audience member? Oh, cool. Dig it. Where are you from? Do you mind me asking? You're from Turkey. I've never been. Is there a comedy scene in Turkey? Uh, there is. I've never been to a live comedy show in Turkey, but there are a few stand-up comedians which make it to the national TV. Oh, fuck yeah. It's very interesting because like, stand-up is popping up everywhere. Friends mm. of mine are stand-up comedians in Egypt, and one of them had to stop performing because he said the wrong thing about the government, and then they called mm-hmm. him the next day, and he was like, oh, I'll retire for a bit. <laughs> so it's just interesting how it's dealt with and, and dealt with in other countries. I'm always fascinated. That hasn't happened in Turkey. It, I w- it obviously <laughs> wouldn't. That's not the kind of problem in Turkey. I wasn't trying to equate that in a certain way. And a lot of white people got uncomfortable because I related two countries that are separate as if they were the same. Well played, white people. <laughs> Why did my mic just cut out? Uh-oh. I don't know. I think the end. Boris Johnson strikes again. And we're back in. Right. Any last? Any last? Yes. Yes. Let's go at the front. I think we'll have this guy at the front. Might have to be the last question. I think. Uh, did you do any comedy in Australia? And when did you realize Australians can be racist? Uh, what a question. Uh, I've done comedy there uh, in Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth. I've done all the comedy festivals there the last sort of four or five years. Uh, when I realized they could be racist uh, was at the airport in 2016 going in, and the customs agent walked up to me. For those of you who know, the, it's sort of an open border. It's all electronic in Australia. And they'll just have customs agents hovering about, and they'll walk up and go, let's see your papers. And he said, can I see your passport? And I went, yeah. And he like looked it through, and he handed it back. I was like, oh, I was a bit nervous. And he went, you don't need to be nervous. You're white. We're not looking for you. <laughs> and I, I was like, oh. okay. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I think there was actually one last question in the second row. And then oh, well. we'll, we'll wrap up. This yeah? guy. Eurovision 2019. Who who have you got for, for winning? Oh. oh, he's moved in his chair. He's moved in his chair. I know you'd look at me and think I'm not someone who likes the Eurovision Song Contest, <laughs> but I fucking love it. <laughs> it's so fuck. Why is Australia in the fucking Eurovision? <laughs> it's the best. It's yeah. the best thing in the world because it's like... Denmark, Finland, and then the fucking Ockers show up, just <laughs> knee-deep in tins. Yeah! <laughs> Scandinavia always looks strong, but I'm going to say Denmark for no other reason that I watched the Eurovision in Denmark, and it was like St. Patrick's Day <laughs> on steroids and MDMA. There, it, Denmark had been eliminated, and Finland was on it, and there was a guy who had broken onto a Ferris wheel, and he was midway up it, just yelling, Support Finland! <laughs> Fucking Eurovision rules. And that Graham Norton is a national treasure. Without him, that would be unwatchable. And you're just like, ah, oh, for fuck's sakes, Tunisia. Or not even Tunisia, they're not in Europe. Uh, although, who knows? It's Eurovision has a. <laughs> Kazakhstan really ate a dick. And then they go to like, Graham Norton. He's like, ooh, Kazakhstan. More like, cannot sing. And you're like, oh, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I who do you think is going to win Euro 19? I don't know, maybe uh, maybe Spain for once, <laughs> maybe. That was based I, I, on nothing. I, I, don't, I don't follow it. So you don't follow it? No, I just, just thought it would be a good question. Strap in. It's like the World Cup, but it's even less important. <laughs> I'm there. All right, and on that sort of odd note, uh, let's end, I think. Uh, can we have a last round of applause, please, for John Hastings? This is really fun. Give it up for Willis and Beer, everybody!
Um, yeah, so, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I dived. Fair play to John Hastings, because he didn't know me before that. And he was just like, just like, yeah, I'm going to let that guy dive over me. Well, comedians are nutters, so. And I don't look yep. like I have that sort of physical prowess. Mm. No, you don't. I'll be honest, you don't. I look a bit doughy. Yeah. Um, no, you don't. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, man. Um, if you'd like to follow the stuff that John Hastings is doing, you can go to his Twitter, at the John Hastings, or his website, www.thejohnhastings.com. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and he's got some dates on at the Soho Theatre. Uh, I can't. I'm not sure what the dates are for that. Look up that. Um, um, so George isn't telling you the dates because they are happening at the same time as our show. Yeah. So. But I stand by that. I don't want you to go and see his show. I want you to come and see our show. Yeah. I'll tell you when those the dates of those shows are. So probably a different audience. Whatever. Um, so the dates. Uh, so the, the podcast we're doing with Reese James, uh, comedians after hours live, uh, will be on the 27th of January. Um, at, like it was just a Sunday at like half three in the afternoon so I mean I really doubt anyone's doing anything else at that time sure um, at the Vault Festival so yeah. come along to that yeah. and then our run of Sirius a Sirius play World War 2 is the 7th to the 16th of February at 9.15pm at the King's Head in Islington definitely come along to that because it's a big theatre and we need to fill yeah. it and see John Hastings another time yeah yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's, he's always thing doing is, stuff he's yeah. always doing stuff for us you know this is a big deal yeah exactly you know uh, and yeah, and as always, all the information about what we're doing is at willisonveer.com. And if you go to willisonveer.com forward slash contact, uh, you can be added to our mailing list. Although that fucking thing still pops up if someone tries to go on our website, the, the subscribe to our mailing list thing. So that's good. That so good. just fill that in. Just go on our website and fill just that in. Just try and get into Unless you've got website. like add-ons blocked or something and then go on to the slash contact and whatever. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, next next one. Um, well, who have we got next? Adam, who have we got next? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What do you mean you don't? I don't know. We've always been working towards the John Hastings one, and, yeah. then, and then we've had all the guests after John Hastings. The John Hastings shift. Sindhu V. I, I think it is Sindhu V. Yeah. Is it? Um, so I think yeah, the next episode will be Sindhu V in like two weeks. Yeah. Uh, which I think is actually Boxing Day. So I don't know if I'm going to release it on Boxing Day or maybe. Oh yeah. That'd be right, wouldn't it? Maybe we'll do that. Yeah. We'll all meet up on Boxing Day. Should we do that, Ian? Uh, well, I'm not going to be here, am I? <laughs> well, neither am I. But we'll have to come. We'll come back and just do this, and then go back to our prospective mm. families. Yeah, or we phone or something. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> just trail off a bit. Let's. Uh, all right. Well, we'll see you in two weeks then. Yeah. See you right. then. Have a nice Christmas. Have oh nice, yeah. Have yeah. a nice Christmas. A, ne- uh, the next fortnight is going to be a Christmas themed version. Yeah. Have a nice mm-hmm. Christmas. Bye. All right. See you later.